Hi everyone, today is March 4th. This is another edition of the Live at 545 podcast. I'm glad that you could join me and I hope that everyone gets something from this message today. It's even blessed me. So today is March 4th and if you've seen the memes or if you've seen the post, it says today is the only day on the calendar that tells you to do something and it's March 4th. And I've even named it in my world, a commanded day. And so I want to talk about as far as marching forth, how do we go about getting to where God has called us to be? And the reason I say that because a lot of us are living or maybe living lives where we're content in what we're doing, but we know for a fact we could be doing more or we have our heart set on something else. Or even some people say, I just feel that there's something else. I feel that there's more. I feel there's something else I should be doing. So today we're going to talk about how to get there, how to get there. And one of the main scriptures, Jeremiah 29, 11, a lot of people know this scripture. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And I emphasize the word expected because I want to know, many people want to know, what will it take to get to this expected end? And have you ever really thought about what in God expects for your life? Or are we just saying, sitting back saying, you know what, good things are gonna happen to me. Great things are gonna befall me. Um, I'm sitting here just waiting on things to fall out of the sky or something's gonna happen. Yes, sometimes God will work miraculous things in our favor, but a lot of times he's sitting back. He's let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, not just for souls, not just for, I mean, even kingdom work to me, it's us accomplishing the things that God has commanded us to do. But the expected end, God knows what's best for us. He wants us to, us to take the route that he's planned out for us. But where do our hearts lie at when we say, okay, Lord, show me what your will is for my life. And if you believe that God has shown you the will or if you feel that he's taking you to a route to get to that will, how do you get there? What pathway do you take? What pathway do you take? Let's go to Joshua 1, 7 through 9. And in here, and I'm going to read from my spirit-led woman Bible, the, the beginning. You know, it gives you a little synopsis of the book. This is when Moses has died and the Lord commissions Joshua to lead the people to go get the promised land. And here in the beginning of the book, a writer wrote and you know in my Bible, they put a note. She said, the promised land described in the book of Joshua is a picture of what God has available for you. He has a promised land for your life, a destiny that only you can fulfill. Your promised land is the will of God for your life. And it is the only place you will find total fulfillment. Hallelujah. It is the only place you will find total fulfillment. But to take your land, you must heed the admonition given to Joshua. In Joshua 1 and 7, he says, be strong and very courageous in order to act carefully in accordance with all the law that my so servant Moses commanded you. And I'm also going to read Joshua 1, 8 and 9. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And when I look at that, when it says good success, I believe it was Tony Evans. I saw a quote that you know he said one time. He said, the latter 
of success, how many of us have climbed the wrong ladder? Mm, I thought about that. And then I got to thinking about how many of us have a vocation, something we're working, we might be great at it, we might have the top sales, the top numbers, the top this and that. But in all actuality, sometimes we're like, this is not really what I want to do. I'm just stuck here. You know, we feel like we're stuck. Good success. I don't want just success, but the Bible right here lets me know there are levels of success. In verse 9, Joshua 1 and 9 says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And that word go is what we're focusing on. March 4th, go. And so as we go, we say, well, Lord, how do I know where to go? Psalms 119, 105. He says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. And that just reminded me as I look at that scripture, even with eyes, you know, just a visual, my own visual and eyes of the spirit. That a word being a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, it's not just me sitting just standing there on that path. I have to move as I go. The Lord is directing my steps. And in Job 23, 10 and 11, he said, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. We have to put some movement. We have some put, put some movement to this thing. When he says, I shall come forth as gold, He's meaning even after the trial, even after the errors, after the things that I uh, should not have been in. Romans 8 says, for we know that all things work together for the good of they that love the Lord, for them that are called according to his purpose. And let me go ahead and read that. Romans 8 and 28. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And I remember a brother in our church, he preached the good, the bad, and the ugly. All things will come together, but we have to take risk. Mm -hmm. And some of us, that's what we are afraid to do, but we have to take some risk. And he said, my foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. And remind, it reminds me when Moses, he said, Lord, if I have found favor in thy sight, teach me thy ways. The Lord wants to teach us. He wants to guide us. He wants us to follow him. He wants us to trust him so we can get to where he has planned for us to be to our expected end and in James 2 and 26 he said for as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also hallelujah for as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also put some feet to your faith put some feet to your faith again put some feet to your faith we have to be bold enough we have to be courageous enough to go after the things that God is calling us to do to go after the things we start uh yearning for and I'm talking about things within the will of God I'm not talking about um you know things that are evil things that are averse to the word of God and let's go to Habakkuk 2 verse 2 and 3 and the Lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And y'all, just like myself, you probably read this or seen this somewhere. When you write down your goal or write down your dreams, it's 80%. There's an 80% chance that it's going to be 
attain. There's an 80% chance that you're going to accomplish that thing. And as I always say, you know, people have goals for us. They might put a deadline on you. That's a goal in a, of a sort, but that's a deadline somebody made for you. You didn't even make your own goal. And as I said earlier on the Facebook live broadcast, and you can catch me on the Kimberly Hill uh, live every Monday at 5.45 p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook. And I was just saying how we unconsciously have goals every day. I know that I have to be at work before seven o'clock. So it's a goal of mine to leave my home at a certain time. It's a goal of mine to be in bed by a certain time. Every day I, I, I accomplish this goal. <laughs> Every day I accomplish these goals of going to bed at a certain time, getting up at a certain time, leaving at a certain time, or even you know within a window, I might give myself a few minutes here and there or whatever. But I get that I get that done. And y'all, it's like, what will you do? What will you prioritize to accomplish the things that God has called to you to do? Because again, faith without works is dead. And a prime example, I think about this all the time. 14, 15 years ago, I was uh, unemployed and I was thanking God for a job. Lord, I thank you for a job. Lord, I thank you for my job. And y'all, it hit me that I had not put in any applications. So here I was thanking the Lord for something that it wasn't even connecting because there was no application. No one knew I was looking. There were no jobs out there that that I could be the answer for. And when I say that, you are the answer for someone else. But if you don't put feet to your faith, if you don't do the works that are needed, you will not accomplish some people out there waiting on you. And so, and even the spirit said, Kim, you haven't put any, put any applications in. I was like, wow. But once I did, y'all, I kid y'all not, it was within two to three days that I got a phone call asking me if I was ready to go to work. And I've been employed ever since. And I thank the Lord there have been no lapses or anything like that. Just uh, something short, like a month or so. But it was real, no major deal uh, going on. But put faith with your works. Apply yourself, which is what I had to do to get that job. Do the work that needs to be done. We need to plan. Again, goal planning, Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3. Write it down. Write your goals. I always say if you want to go to school, they give you a degree plan. They tell you what is needed to accomplish that thing. And it's the same thing with us. If you're going to school, the first thing you need to do, you need to go see an advisor. What classes do I need to take? You know, com complete the fast for every year. Even if you know you're not going to get anything, maybe you're overextended. Maybe your fast was ran out, fast for money grant money's ran out you still have to complete the fafsa for certain things do what they tell you to do you know you have to um, turn in certain documents you have to complete certain applications they're going to give you a de degree plan in the in the advising office and they even have degree plans online sign up for the classes do the work uh, turn in the assignments and you have to be disciplined discipline is going to have to trump motivation and i found this online and it was some one of the greatest examples of motivation versus discipline. Motivation can be the emotion of wanting to do something, whereas discipline is doing the thing that needs to be done, regardless of whether you feel like doing it or not. All right. <laughs> Every day I go to work, sometimes I'm like, Lord, I'm ready to go home, this and this and this and this. But because the volume of work might be, you know, at that time, I might feel overloaded or whatever. But I know for a fact that I'm on that clock till a certain time. I cannot leave and I have to be disciplined enough to tell my butt to stay there. You just can't clock out when you want to. You have to get this done, get that done. Do the work 
that needs to be done. If it's something that you know God is calling you to do or you have in your heart to do. Do the work that needs to be done. Discipline has to trump motivation. Because sometimes motivation can wane, baby. Or it can, uh, you like, where is my motivation? But discipline. If you tell yourself you're going to work on something for 30 minutes at a time every day or so many um, days a week, do it. Set aside that time. I don't have cable anymore. I haven't paid for cable in years. And I then I had an antenna that allowed me to get a, a quite a few channels for free. I have, Like I said, didn't have to. It was just the antenna that was paid for. And then I got all these channels, but I even gave that away. Told myself, hey, it's time to do something different. And then you have to keep moving. A stationary lifestyle rarely, rarely gets you anywhere. A stationary lifestyle rarely gets you anywhere. That's in, for physical exercise. And also if you're stationary in the things that you know you need to accomplish, you will not accomplish them if you're just sitting there doing, doing nothing. So this is March 4th, again, 2019, March 4th. This is a commanded day, go forth. And even if you tell yourself, well, I didn't do anything today, you know, hey, you still have the rest of the week, every day you get up. But don't let your one day turn into, oh, I'll do it next week, and next week turn into months and months into years. The same thing we do with exercise, okay? <laughs> so y'all be blessed and encouraged. Again, March 4th, walk that walk. Walk that walk, do what needs to be done to accomplish what the Lord has put on your heart, to accomplish the assignment that the Lord has specifically given to you and to go toward that expected end that the Lord has planned for your life. Y'all stay blessed and encouraged.